I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears the hole The old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the And you could have it all My empire of dirt I will let you down I will make you hurt Republic Broadcasting, this is Talk with John. I am grateful to be with you here this Saturday Today is June 10th, 2023. Wow, we're uh, way into it already this year. And uh, look forward to being with you for this hour. Um, I'm going to even be taking, be willing to take some calls. I know that my guest uh, should be willing to take some calls. At least he has always in the past. I'll be introducing him in just a moment. But I let's get off the show off to a good start. Uh, I want to give out my show prayer and my show mantra, as it were. I hope my show is a gift back to my forefathers, the founding fathers, and may it be an acceptable token to our Father above. Then, where there is li- the mantra is, where there is liberty, there is the Spirit of Christ. Where the Spirit of Christ is, there will be liberty. And the greater the Spirit of Christ, the greater liberty will be. All right, let's bring on my guest for this hour, David Pine. And I'm going to say... The great David Pine. And truly, folks, I think very highly of David Pine. He's a humble man uh, who has a very extensive background in the military, outside the military, defending your and my freedom. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much, uh, David Pine, for joining me here today. And appreciate you being here uh, to uh, talk to the audience. And you know, when I heard kind of what had that the uh, the military exercises were starting up in Ukraine, maybe not exercises, but the military campaign was starting yeah, up yeah. Uh, in in the Ukraine, um, and also then I heard about the dam situation. I, I I'm like, I don't know of a better person to get on than David Pine. So I wanted to bring you on. I wanted to get your thoughts. Um, and I, 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 I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball at you, at, though, at the very beginning. And I want to ask you this, uh, your question, your thoughts on this. Um, at this moment, I think the real for likelihood 
presidents that we could have as of the 2024 elections. Um, I think it's Biden, Trump, or DeSantis with the outside possibility of even maybe uh, RFK Jr. I think there's a possibility that any one of those three men could be the guy. Um, Based on what you know of them and what you've heard them say, who do you think has the best opportunity to have to really be able to take care of us on a um, on 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 the the front of Ukraine and just the global global politics? Who do you think has the best chance of being the best president? keeping for us from further wars and conflicts who do you think can do that the best right at this moment if you someone you know said hey it's your call to make the whole country is going to follow you on one of those four people who would you chose at the this moment and kind of why well first of all thanks for having me on your show again john i, I appreciate it um well, we know who it isn't, don't we? Uh, Joe Biden is, uh, apparently he just tripped and fell again. <laughs> He's uh, been <laughs> face planting a lot uh, increasingly. Uh, and yet the Democrats, you know, it, it's crazy to think the Democrats, um, you know, with his approval rating somewhere between 36 and 42 percent, they think he can win. Um, I mean, it's just ridiculous. 66 percent of Americans polled recently said that it would be a setback or a disaster, even a disaster if, if Biden were to be reelected. Uh, the only reason I think they have any confidence that he can win is because they uh, they're perfect they, vote stealing with, uh, you know, app software algorithms for voting software to be able to program it to make it look like he just won uh, won by a, a couple percent or even half a percent. Um, but uh, he's really, you know, he, everything he's touched has turned to crap. Uh, he's been the most disastrous, most corrupt, most traitorous president we've ever seen. Um, you know, these uh, recent scandals. Okay. The most the most traitorous president we've ever seen. Those are strong words. Well, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not one who's prone to exaggerate. You know, for many years, uh, people wanted me to, to say the Democrats were communists. This was maybe 20 years ago and I wouldn't do it. I said, I said, there's a big difference between a liberal Democrat and the communist. Uh, today, the difference is not that great. I mean, the Democrat Biden, the Democrats behave uh, like communists. And the case in point, of course, is uh, that that uh, uh, Biden has uh, is attempting to, to throw uh, his main presidential challenger, Donald Trump, into prison for decades. Um, uh, Trump, of course, is beating. Now, him wait a minute, Gulf David. Gold. He's saying that he had nothing to do with it. Uh, I can guarantee you that he authorized it. He was uh, he plotted it. He conspired and he, he authorized this corrupt and uh, indefensible um, action on the part of uh, Merrick Garland, you know, the most, uh, again, the most corrupt, the most uh, politicized uh, attorney general we've ever had um, to, uh, you know, to try to imprison Trump on really facetious charges. You know, uh, Biden's crimes, uh, even on the classified documents, have been so much more egregious. He, of course, uh, took uh, 1,850 boxes of uh, documents uh, from his Senate time when, you know, it's it's 
virtually impossible as a senator to, to you know to steal classified documents out of a skiff. Uh, you really have to stuff in your pants, stuff in your you know stuff in your pockets, uh, in your socks or something. It's uh, I don't know how he pulled how he pulled it off, but apparently he did. And the FBI is a you know, it doesn't seem uh, there's a special counsel, but we all know that they're going to find the same way they found for Pence and uh, not charge him at all. Uh, but in turn, uh, it's a long kind of uh, preface answer to your question. Um, so my belief, uh, I actually think uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is uh, is the most exciting candidate out there. Now, granted, he's running in anywhere from third, fourth or fifth place, uh, only about four percent in the polls. But that's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty good place to be for someone with almost uh, no name recognition. I mean, everyone knows who Trump is. Everyone knows who Biden is. Uh, DeSantis has pretty high recognition. Pence has huge recognition. And um, Ramaswamy is tying him in the polls. So he's my top choice. He's come out with a, a really great plan uh, that I helped work with him to end the war in Ukraine. Um, I flew up to met with him, meet with him at his campaign headquarters in Columbus last month, and we had a great discussion. I briefed him on, on national security issues. He had had him me on his show. We talked about China. We talked about Russia. We talked about divining the Sino-Russian alliance, and uh, he's just really been courageous. Like he got it right away. I mean, his strategic sense uh, is much better even than Trump's. You know, Trump is known for for instinctively knowing the right thing to do, to do. Policy-wise, obviously, personal life is his personal life's been a mess. Um, you know, he's left himself open to some of these indictments. Um, certainly not the classified documents. I don't think he did anything wrong with that. Um, and, and that's why it's so crazy and it's uh, it's flabbergasting that he's been hit with uh, 37 indictments. You know, 37 felony uh, felony counts um, that he's been charged with. Uh, it's just an, it's such a travesty of justice. Uh, Trump's not my first choice. He's my third choice be, be, behind um, Ramaswamy and, and DeSantis. I think DeSantis would all, also be a great choice. Both Trump and DeSantis are, have the right the right positions on ending the war in Ukraine. So really, we can't go wrong with any of these three. Uh, Pence and Haley, of course, are the, the main neoconservatives that are wanting us to, to get into a, a hot war with Russia. And I think it's really important that we completely reject them uh, as Republican primary voters to show how, how wrong and how much we well, we disagree with them on the issues. Well, David, normally I think you're a really great guy, but you're kind of a jerk because I gave you four. Now, I was going to throw the curveball of, of Varric. I was going to give you that after. But OK, so let me ask you this. I don't think we really need to even go down the road with Joe Biden. Joe Biden, uh, does he know what day it is? I don't know. It's the people that they're telling him what to say. And, you know, it's whatever they want. Now, frankly, to me, it's looking even more and more like the puppet puppet string puller very well could be uh, Obama or whoever pulls Obama's puppet strings. Right. Um, Let me let's ask. Let me ask you about RFK. Do you think he has any chance to get it right from what you've heard him say? And what are your thoughts there? Because. I would even say on the conservative side, there is a uh, there's a definite genuine like for RFK Jr. Um, there's a number of people that are calling for a vice presidential uh, president, vice president, President Trump, 
running for president again and, and RFK Jr. being the, the uh, vice president. So, you know, I, I want your thoughts there real quick on RFK Jr. And then um, let's maybe even go down a little bit more on your thoughts on uh, Varric a little bit more on why when you sat with him, what you found out that he's willing to see uh, that maybe some others don't see. Yeah, as far as RFK Jr., obviously he has a he has a very noticeable speech impediment that would I think that would impact his his ability to uh, obviously give speeches and you know things of that nature, press conferences. Uh, but in terms of uh, you know who he is, what he stands for, obviously he's a liberal, but he's a classical liberal. He's a classical liberal of uh, the kind uh, that I I grew up with when I was in high school in the 1980s. Um, you know, classical liberals uh, opposed censorship. They were very skeptical of, of uh, law enforcement or, or overreaches, rather, abuses of power, uh, protective of civil rights of all, not just uh, fellow liberals. Um, they were uh, had largely anti-war instincts. Uh, they were, you know, uh, opposed to forever wars and, you know, Vietnam, for example. Um, we're fighting the new Vietnam, essentially, in, U- in Ukraine, but this time... Uh, you know, we're, we're verging a lot closer to nuclear war than we ever did uh, with Chinese and Russian Soviet supportive of uh, the North Vietnamese. So, um, you know, on some issues, I, I think he's great. He's uh, great on censorship. He opposes censorship. Um, he was sad to see Tucker get fired from Fox. He wants conservative voices to be heard. Um, he uh, opposes uh, the use of the FBI to uh, crush and imprison uh, political opponents in fasc- fascistic terms. Um, so he doesn't want a Soviet-style dictatorship kind of uh, that, that Biden and, the, and the, his uh, fellow Democrats are trying to accomplish here in America. And I think that's really refreshing. I think that's exactly what the, the Democrat Party needs, and I would love to see him as the nominee. Now, do I think he has a chance of being the nominee? Um, not really. Because um, I think there is a there is a pretty good chance that Biden drops out before uh, before the election and, and endorses Kamala. So then it would be kind of a Kamala, Gavin Newsom, RFK Jr. slugfest. But it's still difficult for me to, to see RFK Jr. winning, given that the Democrat Party is so extreme. And by Democrat standards, he's fairly moderate on some well, issues, a lot of issues. I, one thing that I would say that uh, right now they're they're doing a lot of things to remove uh, the ability to peep for the uh, um, prelim- uh, not the preliminary voting. Uh, why am I having a brain freeze? Uh, so when each state does the individual voting, you know, the, 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 the uh, it's not precinct. Why am I having the brain freeze over what it's called? But the primaries. Yeah. They're setting up the primary, so even a, a, stoke, a state can vote a specific way, and they don't even need to have those uh, the electors that go back to the Democrat Party don't even have to necessarily follow along with uh, the way people voted. So, I mean, that it's really the deck deck is more than stacked against RFK Jr. So, um, yeah, they're rigging the vote just like they did uh, last time around, the last two times around. Really, they rigged the vote. Uh, Democrats rigged the vote for uh, Hillary in the 2016 primary for Biden. Last time around, it looks like they're going to do it again with uh, no debates. Biden's refusing to do any debates with his primary challengers because he knows he'd get beat down pretty badly. It would be, I think it would become brutally honest. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's go into a little bit about President Trump's uh, indictment, uh, the seven counts for him. Uh, at, it, the indictment comes out hours after uh, the the possibility that ten million dollars in bribes uh, from Ukraine went to the Bidens, five million to both Bidens. You know, someone was saying, well, maybe we should give you like $50,000 each. No, it's $5 million per Biden. And uh, Biden's saying, no, we're going to do a great job of uh, putting our arm around you and make sure we give you even millions more to the Ukraine. So your thoughts on how that shook down, um, I, I, I found the timing to be very curious. Yeah. Uh, in fact, in fact, I I would say it, it it's like uh, more than curious. Yeah, it's very the timing is very suspicious. You know, not really suspicious. It's uh, it's it's obviously very uh, very Biden like uh, to you know to really try to turn the page and you know every time he he's caught doing something wrong, a new scandal, a new disaster that he's created economically, militarily, or otherwise, um, he always tries to blame Trump. So. Uh, that's what's happened here. You know, the House uh, House Oversight Committee members all got to see the uh, whistleblower complaint, very credible whistleblower complaint. The FBI paid him two hundred thousand dollars, so uh, you know, it was one of one of the most credible FBI uh, sources that they have. And I think uh, the FBI Director Chris Way Chris Ray admitted as much. And uh, you know, at first they tried to deny the complaint existed. Now they're saying there's multiple multiple. Uh, whistleblower complaints about this Biden bribery scandal. We, um, I mean, I'm thinking it's not just Ukraine. I think it's multiple uh, complaints on multiple countries. And obviously, if we had that to come out, if that was all released to the American public in advance of the election, I mean, I think the pressure on the Republicans to impeach him would be overwhelming. And um, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that there's overwhelming, um, you know, uh, momentum to impeach Biden. Um, Obviously, if, if Trump gets convicted, you know, which is there, I think there's a decent chance. Um, I mean, a chance it's a lot, a lot higher than I'd like there to be of, of Trump being a convicted felon prior to the November election. And I think that's really what they want. I think that's what the Biden team really wants. They want to wait to convict Trump until just before the election. He's, he's already going to be the nominee. And then he's, they, they think he's going to be so poison, maybe even in prison before, you know, before uh, the election uh, that uh, Republicans, you know, the independents will hold their nose and vote for Biden. So um, but in terms of that scandal, yeah. So actually, the details of the scandal in the whistleblower complaint per Nancy Mace and Marjorie Taylor, Taylor uh, Green, uh, they stated that it's, as you said, it's five million each uh, for Joe Biden, five million for, for Hunter Biden in bribes. And the bribes were actually and I didn't get this right off the bat. The bribes were actually to um, so that Biden would would pressure um, Ukrainian uh, President Poroshenko at the time to fire uh, the, the prosecutor general of Ukraine, which was um, Viktor Shogun, Sh- uh, Shokin, actually. And uh, that's what and, happened. And, and he admitted to that at the world. Uh, forget which what, what was it, was the IBF. It was the Council on Foreign Relations. Council on Foreign Relations. There's, he's up there. He's sitting on a stool with three other guys, and he brags about it. 
So it's not like something he can really deny that he did. Right. Um, the only thing that he can hope to deny is the money tied to it. Okay. So I do want to go back. I also want to bring up the billions that have come from communist China to the Biden family. For the first time since its inception, RBN is offering a limited opportunity to you, the listener, to join our quest. You will be provided an effective platform on both Internet and satellite broadcasting and also gain the opportunity to both share your creativity with our producers and voice your message with thousands of patriots. Interested? Call 800-724-2719, extension 3, for details. People are getting stupid and now there's proof. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. This year's spring edition of Intelligence Online reported on IQ tests of 18 to 60-year-olds. The online magazine has been doing this study for quite some time, and this year's report was the first time that the average IQ of Americans dropped. Usually, the average IQ went up three to five points every decade. This time it went down. Well, look at the age range, 18 to 60-year-olds. Anyone under 48 was educated entirely under the Federal Department of Education. Those who predate the Department of Education are aging out of the study, skewing the average. Do we really need any more evidence that government, especially the federal government, should not be involved in educating our young people? Instead of critical thinking, young people are being taught sexuality. Logic and reason have become political correctness. History is now critical race theory. This is starting to look a lot like the plot from the movie Idiocracy. And if you own a firearm, then you need carry insurance. Get the most affordable carry insurance on the market and save another 10% by using code Lighthouse at protectwithbear.com. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com until tomorrow. See this Pashem. Parabellum. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. We've got David Pine joining me right now, and uh, let's get to it, David. So, um, money from China, and then, uh, so I want to mention that there's money coming in from China. So it's not, so you, as you stated right before we went to break, it's not just from Ukraine, uh, money 
that has to do with Ukraine and Burisma. It's also from China. Money seems – I would bet that we, over as the years go, maybe hopefully even just over the next few months, that we'll find that it's not just uh, – China, it's not just Ukraine, but there's there will be several other countries that are paying the Biden family millions. Um, your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's absolutely right. I mean, uh, the Bidens did business uh, essentially. They they served as emissaries for for the Chinese Communist Party, trying to spread the BRA Belt and Road Initiative across the world. Uh, some of their clients included the Russians, uh, Kazakhstan, Romania. Uh, and a number of other countries, uh, of course, Ukraine, um, many of which we would consider very corrupt and unsavory. So, um, but, but that's really the story. You know, the story is it's not even so much the bribery. It's that every deal, every business deal that Hunter Biden did was at the behest of the Communist Chinese Party. He was acting as a Communist Chinese Party agent. And given the fact we now know from his laptop that um, the big guy, uh, Joe Biden received a temp, at least a 10 percent cut of all the, of uh, those big deals with communist China. We now know that communi- uh, that Biden is indirectly or even directly a, a paid agent of, uh, of communist China, which is I mean, we've never had an enemy agent as our president before. So, um, you know, you asked who's pulling the strings. I don't think it's Obama. Um, I think uh, I think President Xi has a tremendous uh, influence being able to blackmail uh, Joe Biden, the Biden family, and and I think um, we've seen that we've seen an incredibly pro-communist uh, Chinese policy coming from the White House, uh, with a couple exceptions, but certainly with the balloon. I mean, that was uh, allowing uh, a nuclear EMP-capable um, air sh- uh, air platform, weapons platform, basically a nuclear bomber, uh, to fly over the U.S. unmolested before they shot it down over a seven-day period, and take you know take. Uh, uh, you know, signal and visual intelligence uh, over our uh, nuclear command uh, command center is, uh, I mean, that's borderline treasonous. I mean, uh, that's an impeachable offense alone, in my opinion. I mean, the list of impeachable offenses for Joe Biden is a mile long. And, you know, during the Clinton administration, there were multiple impeachable offenses. Uh, they chose to impeach him on, on the, uh, the, the least egregious uh, the China Gate scandal was a far b- bigger scandal than the Lewinsky deal. Um, I really hope that uh, the House House um, Oversight Committee and the Judiciary Committee uh, get working on this, these articles in, of impeachments, uh, you know, in the next several months, because uh, the, this needs to be front and center. Every American needs to needs to know about this. Uh, a poll was done after the 2020 election that if if the Hunter Biden scandal if they, if the American people knew it was credible, I think right. one sixth of Biden voters would have voted against him. That's millions of voters. Uh, Trump would have easily won a landslide uh, in electoral college if the FBI had not interfered in in our presidential election. Okay, so I, along those lines, I think there's also an, an important thing. If if I was a Republican, I would be shouting from the rooftops that we are going to impeach Biden. We're going to, now, I would say we're going to take our time to go about this done. We're going to make sure that we get everything out on the table. But one of the things that I think it will also do is prove out 
hey folks it's not just it's not just what biden's done it's what the democrat party has supported him in doing and allowing him to do frankly i think there's other republicans possibly even from the state of utah that could be involved over in ukraine uh who shall go remain nameless that could be a senator um but uh and and not mike lee uh, so um there are a number of individuals that I, I think that's one of the reasons why it hasn't come out so far is there may be Republicans and other Democrats that are involved in these dirty deals. But if I was a Republican uh, congressman, I would do everything I could to get this information out because it had proved two things. It's not just the, or it proved three things, not just that Biden and the Biden family is dirty. It's they were supported by the Democrats at the very least very heavily supported by the Democrats. Um, the fact that Obama uh, was was apprised of the uh, lies about uh, Trump um, and he let them go forward. And then third, the mainstream media has com- completely backed the Democrat Party in all of pretty much all their lies. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to address the uh, the Trump charges. So uh, at first, the, the word was there were only seven um, charges. In fact, there were 30, there were 30, 30 something. Right. And uh, among those charges is a, viol- uh, re- a uh, claimed violation of the Espionage, Espionage Act. The Espionage Act uh, governs, uh, you know, the most top, you know, uh, top secret SCI type uh, information, such as we saw from uh, um, Private First Class to share or Airman to share Airman First Class. Okay, we've got a commercial break. We're going to take this, come back and talk about private first class and share it on the other side. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Don't become dependent on the medical system. Get and stay healthy naturally with Extendivite. Metals in the liver cause peroxides to get dumped into the bloodstream. Peroxides do more damage than free radicals to the arteries, and the LDL has no protection from peroxides, causing the LDL to get stuck in the arteries, creating a potential blockage. 
Extendivite slowly chelates the metals away from the liver so it can dispose of what was meant to be a harmless process, peroxide. Extendivite 7 Herbs has a job to strengthen the organs and circulatory highway. Can you afford a heart attack? Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. It's the end of time And the Mississippi River She's a gold grind The interest is up And the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged If you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids And the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. This is Talk with John, and normally I like to let that song play a little bit more. I almost cut it off right from the beginning because we have so much to cover with David Pine. But the, the bottom line is I do like that song gives me hope because the people on our side – Something tells me David Pine can survive. Men like David Pine can survive. Uh, we've got a lot more of those um, than the uh, <clears throat> metrosexuals, as it were, on the other side who uh, don't even know where <laughs> probably milk, where milk comes from, right? Uh, uh, I, I don't know about David, but uh, I have actually milked the cow. Now, it's been a number of years, but I've done it myself, and I could do it again. All right, so bucked hay and moved water lines. Uh, I've done that before, and it can be done again. But uh, let's hope that we don't get to that point where we have to do those type of things. And I think talking about these important subjects hopefully keeps us from getting there. So that's why I bring on people like David Pine and uh, the fact that his knowledge uh, – Vivek Ravaswamy is willing to meet with him and have him come in and talk to him. goes to show you the level of knowledge that David Pine has. So, uh, Airman Airman First Class, 
Teixeira, uh, sh- shared with us some interesting, inter- well, not shared with us, but put out some information. Kind of funny how it got out. I have uh, a few people that uh, uh, have told me they, they were in the intelligence and said, hey, it's kind of interesting that a young man that level has that much access to that much information and is able to put it out on Discord. But we'll leave that alone. But there was information that came out. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, there's so many uh, there's so many signals that point to the Ukrainians being responsible for this attack and the Kakovka Dam. It's not even funny. I mean, um, you know, it, it flooded 16 uh, Russian-controlled villages. Uh, it uh, cut off the water supply to Crimea. That's been a huge issue. That's one of the I would argue it's one of the reasons uh, of the, the rationales of the war because uh, Ukraine kept trying to cut off uh, water uh, to Crimea. Uh, you know, because they were mad at uh, the Russians for annexing it. Um, and then, uh, you know, blowing up the dam is really helping out the Ukrainian offensive. I mean, the timing just before the Ukrainian offensive, I think that was really, really telltale. Um, so the fact that it flooded, it actually flooded uh, Russian fortified positions, uh, forcing them to fall back uh, to secondary uh, defensive lines. Um, reportedly, I mean, someone even saw Russian you know, Russian soldiers, uh, you know, floating in the, in the water, um, you know, trying to get away and all that. Um, it didn't really impact much on the Ukrainian side. Um, it lowered the water level uh, in the region where Ukraine is is invading it in, um, uh, in the Ukrainian oblast down in the south by Kyrgyzstan, Zaporizhia. Um, and then it also is, uh, it's actually affecting uh, the Zaporizhia nuclear plant. You know, we've heard so much about this potential nuclear catastrophe with the Russian-controlled Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. Uh, this, you know, the fourth largest, I think, in Ukraine, or it supplies like 25% of the power or did prior to the, to uh, being taken by the Russians. And it's the Ukrainians that have kept shelling the plant. And just like, and not only that, Ukrainian uh, Ukraine was actually shelling the dam they were uh, launching artillery, large artillery shells, mortar rounds, and missiles against the dam, which is believed to have caused the cracks that may have been responsible for causing the dam to uh, uh, to collapse. So you flood the Russian lines, you you lower the river le- uh, level, the water level in the uh, in the river to allow Ukrainian forces to cross over to the Russian side uh, to help their counteroffensive. It also allows, you know, by flooding the Russian lines, it's um, freed up up to between four and six Ukrainian brigades to redeploy uh, in support of the counteroffensive. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you can come up with uh, with an op- the opposite uh, idea that the Russians are responsible because there's, you know, six to ten different reasons I can uh, that, you know, that I, I could tell you that uh, uh, the Ukrainians have the motive to, to, to do it. Well, if it's getting them out of their fortified locations, that's, you know, and they have to fall back. Well, that's that's huge right there. That's yeah. a major win, especially when it, you don't have to uh, go on an actual offensive and wear down um, man and machine to do it. That's huge. Yeah, because those Ukrainian brigades, those four to six army brigades, were deployed defensively to uh, to guard that region of Ukraine against a possible Russian counteroffensive for an offensive. Uh, you know, to uh, uh, to stop the, the Ukrainian counteroffensive and force them to fall back. Um, 
and it, you know, so that allows them to redeploy as well uh, to the to the main uh, counteroffensive uh, thrust location. So, how do you think this? How how is this? So, we have uh, leopard tanks from Germany going up to the front lines, um, not necessarily being driven by Germans, but it wouldn't totally surprise me either. Uh, but we've got German tanks going, leopard tanks going up to the front lines. We we now know the F-16s are going to be given to Ukraine. Obviously, they need to train, so I don't think they're going to be there on the on the battlefield, as it were, or over the battlefield in a very short period of time because the pilots need to be trained on them, and that takes some a significant amount of time uh, to get trained because uh, you got to know how. Uh, You've got four position switchers on a controller, on a flight control. Uh, you've got to know where they're at in order to be able to get it done. Uh, so it does take some time. How do you, how has this changed things with the war with Ukraine and Russia? Um, so Western uh, heavy military equipment, I mean, we promised up to 200 tanks, I think, all told, between Leopard 2s and the 31 M1A1 um, SAs we're sitting, sending over later this year. Um, you know, like you said, I think we uh, they've gotten maybe, a uh, at best, a tank battalion, maybe two. Uh, that's about 62 tanks with two tank battalions. Um, that's not a, really a force multiplier. You know, when you're talking about uh, fighting the, the, uh, the mightiest uh, tank power on the planet, uh, Russia, of course, uh, started the war with uh, at least 12,500 modern tanks, T-72B or better. Um, you know, Ukraine was heavily outnumbered. Uh, most of their tanks have been destroyed. Uh, so they're pretty, they've been pretty short of armored vehicles. So we have sent the Bradleys. Uh, uh, EU, NATO has sent them some armored cars. Uh, now we have some Leopard 2s. Um, you know, those those vehicles are definitely being used, and, and we've seen pictures of them already destroyed, uh, you know, uh, erect Leopard 2, destroyed Bradleys. Uh, so, you know, we're seeing um, heavy casualties already that the Ukraine is, Ukraine is suffering, and, and much like I predicted, you know, uh, if, you know, if you send them these tanks, uh, they're going to get taken out, and the Russians will end up capturing some of them. So... Uh, I do think that's going to happen. I think once we send them the M1A1s, um, uh, the Russians will capture some of those. And uh, anything they want to reverse engineer, they will. Of course, uh, you know, we didn't send them the Chobham armor or the depleted uranium rounds, of which uh, Russia already has those on their own tanks. Um, but I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. You know, I um, at the time um, when uh, those sales were announced or those arms transfers were announced, I predicted that they were being set as a, uh, as a mobile reserve uh, for mainly defensive purposes against what was then believed to be a, a, a Russian, uh, imminent Russian spring offensive. Um, it looks like Putin really doesn't want any more Ukrainian territories, just trying to keep what he's got and uh, hoping that uh, uh, Ukraine and, and Biden will relent, realizing that they, they're not going to be able to capture much of anything else and they just need to end the war diplomatically, as I've been urging since uh, you know March of last year. Is there is he is Vladimir Putin sending any more than just okay so okay let me let me go to this my personal supposition is uh, both sides are evil on this um, but 
the United States backing Ukraine is slightly more evil than the Russians. Um, and, and, and you could say, well, is, is the United States and the Ukraine side 60% more, 60% of the evil and, and, uh, Russia 40%. We, we can mince over those words, but the bottom line is I'm saying in my thoughts, Putin seems to be holding back a bunch because I don't, why is, why is Putin not releasing the dogs right now? And, and, and the other question I have is how much is China saying, please don't release the dogs yet? Because, uh, I, with 12,000 plus tanks against, oh, what is it? A thousand or two thousand tanks on the Ukraine side, much less. Okay, so easy math. It's it you know, it's it's pounding them into submission very fast. If Putin wanted to just go full force, yeah, I've been saying this from day one. I mean, all, all you uh, Putin had to do if if he was you know truly wanted all of Ukraine as as uh, all these neoconservatives and neoliberals keep saying, he would have deployed five hundred thousand troops, not. 190,000 troops to invade Ukraine, and Ukraine would have fallen within weeks. Um, I mean, Kiev would have been taken, you know, within the first couple weeks of the war. Uh, Zelensky would have had to escape to Western Ukraine, perhaps even forming a government in exile. Um, there's literally no evidence that, uh, you know, short of uh, taking Kiev in the opening stage of the war in order to uh, install a pro-Russian uh, president, uh, there's no evidence that Putin has wanted to, uh, much uh, Ukrainian territory. And there's been a huge amount of evidence that he doesn't. Uh, you might remember back in uh, April of 2022, um, Russia unilaterally withdrew from three of uh, eight Russian-occupied uh, Ukrainian oblasts, including Kiev oblasts. So that's really what emboldened Biden, Boris Johnson, and Zelensky to, to say they wanted to fight the war forever is this uh, premature Russian unilateral military withdrawal. And, you know, you don't see that from uh, land-grubbing dictators like Hitler and Stalin. They don't withdraw. In fact, Hitler, uh, you know, Hitler sick the SS on generals, uh, threw them in jail, you know, sacked them if they if they withdrew, and, and he didn't like them enough. Um, and Stalin, of course, had generals killed for the same reason. Uh, Putin have clearly, um, you know, authorized this withdrawal, uh, it wasn't territory that, you know, Russia said on day two of the war, you know, I monitored all the all the Russian media on day two of the war. Uh, Russia stated uh, that they were ready to withdraw from uh, all but the Donbass region. And of course, Crimea, which is, uh, you know, majority Russian, has been annexed for many years. Um, if uh, Ukraine just kept, uh, uh, you know, implemented like two to four different measures, one of course was denazification, which was kind of replacing Zelensky with someone else that, uh, uh, you know, wasn't uh, anti-Russian. And then uh, demilitarization, which, uh, you know, some kind of reduction in the size of uh, the active uh, Ukrainian army, as well as uh, the uh, destruction and demolition of all their nuclear-capable missile forces, both ballistic and cruise missiles, including anti-ship missiles. And then, uh, you know, giving them the Donbass, recognizing Crimea's Russian and that was about it. And um, that wasn't a great deal um, on day two of the war. But by early March, just a couple, not even two weeks into the war, uh, they had an offer on the table which said Zelensky could stay in power. 
they could join the EU. Uh, they still couldn't join NATO, which was an original condition. Um, but uh, those were much better terms than Ukraine could possibly hope to get right now. And we forced them to re reject that tentative peace agreement, which they had hammered out in late March or early April uh, with you know, uh, Boris Johnson's trip uh, to Kyiv on April 8th of last year. So why don't uh, so I have not heard anything in the news that that uh, Putin has come out and said, hey, uh, I want to I want to go to the peace table. Uh, is that just a standing offer and we're not being told about it in the West or what's the story there? Um, it's a standing offer. So there's been three different itinerations. There was the original terms that they offered on day two of the war. It was February 25th. Uh, then there was the uh, the improved terms that they offered around, I don't know, March 6th, March 8th. It came out on March 8th, I think, of 2022. And then uh, the most recent proposal, which is, is a standing offer, is a ceasefire armistice agreement, um, pretty much along the lines of the current lines of control. Uh, they first offered that immediately after they annexed uh, uh, the four Ukrainian oblasts of uh, Kyrgyzstan, Zaporizhia, um, and uh, Luhansk and, and Donetsk. So um, that's been on the table from day one. Um, and that's the thing. I mean, when you're when you're an evil dictator, why are you offering peace terms every day of the war but day one? I mean, and the peace terms were quite reasonable for six months. I mean, they're less reasonable now. Uh, actually, they're, yeah, much less reasonable now than they, they were during the six months from March to September. But still, I mean... Really, I mean, I think it would be a win for Ukraine because Ukraine would get to keep 88% of its pre-war controlled territory. Uh, it couldn't join NATO, but it would get an international security guarantee of its neutrality from the U.S., France, and Britain. And that's pretty much, uh, you know, it's uh, that's very similar to the deal that uh, uh, I worked out with uh, Vivek Ramaswamy that he published in The Federalist on June 6th. Uh, that's pretty much what he wants. He wants normalization of uh, diplomatic and trade relations with uh, the Russian Federation. He wants uh, uh, the U.S. and Russia and Western NATO troops uh, out of Eastern Europe um, so they can be less provocative. Um, he wants uh, Russia out of the, the Sino-Russian alliance. That's a big ask. I'm not sure how achievable it is, but the very fact that he's put it out there shows amazing strategic vision on his part uh, that really no one, no one comes close to. I mean, DeSantis... He's, uh, you know, very much against the war in Ukraine. He's called it a territorial dispute, uh, which is very accurate. Uh, but he doesn't have the details really to back it up. And Trump even less so. Trump's been, um, you know, he's been very courageous for uh, since the war began, saying we need to end this war as soon as possible. He'd end it in 24 hours. But he refuses to give any specifics. And Vivek Ramaswamy is the only Republican presidential candidate or any presidential candidate on, on either party. Uh, party's ticket that is, uh, you know, coming out with a specific and detailed plan. It's, and I, I am uh, really impressed that he's done that. I want to talk a little bit more on the other side, the neocon Ben Shapiro's of the world, and why are they continuing this and why do they want to push this? So when we get back, we'll finish up with that thought process. Uh, David, thank you so much. And we'll be back after this. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? 
A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls plus testing for heavy metals makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. last few minutes of the show we've got about four minutes until in fact i think it's about three and a half minutes until the show wraps up so david pine thank you for joining us again uh you you, we probably have you on oh nine times a year if not uh, a little bit more so i appreciate you coming on at the drop of a hat when these big things happen um and i i appreciate your just overall geopolitical perspective as well um so uh, before we went to break 
something that just keeps ringing in my ear is the Ben Shapiro neocons of the world that say, hey, this is not necessarily a bad thing. We're getting them. We're getting Russia to use up a lot of its armaments. Uh, China's having to send them, uh, you know, sell them arms. I'm like, yeah, that's just driving Russia and China together just so much more. Yeah, let's make them bosom buddies uh, instead of trying to support. Uh, supplant that uh, desire between the two of them. Uh, then, on top of that, the other thing, I guess uh, more money is going into Burisma from Ukraine would be my guess as well. Um, that might be part of the reason why these wars... Uh, it might also be going to other politicians are, uh, as well. And I mean, that's one of the things. This money is not necessarily... They don't have to prove where that money goes. So the military-industrial complex is doing just great out of this. Your thoughts? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's no um, end game that Biden has in mind. The neoconservatives don't have anything in mind. Tim Scott just gave like a, a no-nothing uh, response in his first presidential interview in Fox News, saying that um, you know the objective is to kill Russia. I guess Lindsey Graham said kill Russians. Right. He said weaken Russians' military. And they tried to tie it to uh, if we can weaken Russians' military, then, then they won't attack us. They won't attack NATO. It's the exact opposite. The more we, we help attack, Ukraine attack them, the, the, the much higher the chance that Russia will nuke us, EMP us, cyber attack us, cause the U.S. to split apart, destroy NATO, destroy our allies. I mean, uh, there's, no, there's literally no, uh, no historical logic in these people, neoconservatives like Ben Shapiro, they're completely clueless. They, they, they constantly cite uh, Munich, 1938. I mean, the Munich Agreement didn't uh, lead to World War II. It actually uh, postponed it. And if it had been continued, you know, with, uh, you know, with the Polish quarter and Danzig going to Germany, uh, when it was majority German in the first place, uh, then we wouldn't have had a World War II. It would have been a war between Germany and the Soviet Union. Uh, Poland would have had to pick a side, of course, but uh, Britain, France, and the U.S. would have stayed out. You know, so that's that's a big lesson that uh, no one seems to have learned. Uh, thankfully, Vivek Ramaswamy seems to have a uh, historical perspective that few others do, others do. And that's the end of our show. So, David Klein, thank you for those last thoughts. Frank, great yeah. job. Uh, the producer, thank you so much for joining me. Everyone, have a great Sabbath and pray for peace. Pray for peace. God bless you all. Yeah.
subscribe to the Freedom Times monthly newspaper, published since 1985. That's right, 1985. The Freedom Times pulls no punches and observes no sacred cows or taboos. The perilous times we live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There's no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading the Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at the special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. That's The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to The Freedom Times today. You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 